Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are, are the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to another Haunted Happy Hour. And this Haunted Happy Hour is very different. We honestly don't really know how this is going to go. So y'all are going to go along for the ride because... <laughs> This could be super whack, and I'm sorry in advance if this is weird or if it doesn't translate well to audio, but I, we thought this would be really fun, and we've recently discussed talking about watching a bunch of horror that we just don't get scared like we used to, you know? Yeah, definitely. And it's it's still fun, but like sometimes you just miss getting like really spooked. And I will say, like, the most scared I get nowadays is when we drink and turn off all the lights and do happy hours. That tends to get me more sometimes than horror movies recently. No, totally agree. Yeah. So I'm going to be drinking Amaretto Sour. I don't know what you're <laughs> drinking over there. What you got? I got white Zinfandel that is actually dyed pink. Oh, pink mm -hmm. white Zinfandel? Mm-hmm. So... We're going to drink and we each had a task for each other. So we had to find pictures or videos that we thought would scare the other person. So actually I ended up finding three videos and she ended up finding three photos with some backstory. So Kristen's going to watch some videos and I'm going to tell you what these videos are about. So I would like to, I don't think this will end up in any screaming, however, <laughs> there's alcohol involved so headphone warning I guess but I don't know because I can't tell the future and we don't we have like I said or like I've said in other episodes we don't know what we're getting ourselves into when we record anything happy hours reviews like we don't talk about right. the pants. so who knows I'm actually really nervous looking at my email inbox because I have three emails from you of what's in these and I'm not even really like I haven't drank that much and I'm still like uncomfortable so well now i'm nervous because i feel like you're not going to be scared at all i feel like i failed so we'll see how it goes i don't know because i i am in my basement alone and i haven't really gotten to know my basement yet and my overhead lights have dimmers and so they're completely dimmed with just like a little bit of light and my back is completely i'm in like the not even in a room in my basement i'm just like in my basement so there's like the outside door and like everything in my basement oh, behind me and I again don't know this basement so I don't know like I have my emotional support pity next to me <laughs> I was laying on her bed next to me but I, I I don't know like it's real dark and I have alcohol and I, I'm not super comfortable with this house quite yet so you may I don't know we'll see <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. If it doesn't turn out well, I have a video that I may grab at the end just to scare Amanda. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, you could do it anyways, just for it's true. sprinkles on top, you know. <laughs> That's true. All right. So we're going to start with the first one, which Amanda has an email that I sent to her labeled number one. Ew. I haven't even opened the... <laughs> God, I have to... I'm going to, in good faith, blow this up. Okay. But yeah. start reading and then I'll kind of blow it up. All right. Now, just to let you guys know, I'm not sure exactly what Amanda has, but mine are mostly creepy pastas because those scare me the most. So I went with that. So the first one I have is the lady in blue. When I was younger, we lived in this wooden house. It wasn't huge, but it was fairly big. I was only young, but I remember finding this picture of my mom 
in a blue dress and often saw her wearing it around the house. It was long and silky, like a slim fit wedding dress. I had all sorts of names for her, Sky Mother, Mama Blue, and all sorts of weird nicknames. Then one day I couldn't find the picture and I got really upset. So when I told my mom about how I lost the picture of her in the blue dress, she sat me down and asked me what I was talking about. I explained it and described the dress. She didn't remember that dress, but I swore I could have seen her wearing it. And that's when things got weird. Some of my friends at the time also saw this lady in blue when they visited, so I was confused but let it go. I didn't see her for years until we moved. When we moved, we downgraded in house size and settled into a standard terrace house on the other side of the city. A couple days after we moved in, I sorted through the boxes in my room and found the picture. Only she had changed. What once was a solemn yet beautiful face was now angry and distorted. I paid it no mind and moved on. That's when bad things started happening. I'd come home from school and my room would be a mess or I would hear laughing at night. Of course, I didn't know what being haunted was like, but it still was pretty scary. I started seeing her more and more, too, just standing in doorways or washing up over the sink. My mom thought for years I was joking and made it a joke I had seen the corpse bride in real life, but they weren't similar, almost at all. I became more and more afraid to sleep there, and every time I got the opportunity to sleep somewhere else, I took it. That didn't last long, though. Soon enough, I saw her everywhere, and she slowly consumed my life. It got to the point that people thought I went crazy and was called Little Boy Blue by my bullies. Then one night, as I cried myself to sleep, I heard footsteps, like the clacking of heels coming up the steps to my room. At the time, I shared a room with my brother, and he wouldn't wake up, which is weird because he has always been a light sleeper, and started shaking him, trying to wake him up. I heard her getting closer and laughing, so I jumped up into my bed and hid under the sheets. It sounds cheesy that way, but it's what people did in films, and I was a kid, so I thought it would work. I heard my door handle twist and my door swing open. Then the laughing stopped. I stayed there a while before poking my head out from under my blanket. She was there, hanging over me. Her face was mangled. (sighs) Her face was mangled, and she was just laughing at me. So I screamed, and suddenly she disappeared. My mom came in to check on me, but didn't believe me, thinking I had a nightmare. I later became so sick of her ruining my life, I tore up the Lady in Blue's picture and threw it in a river a couple of years ago. Since then, I haven't seen her, and no one remembers the jokes they made about me seeing her. They were adamant I was lying about it, and that they never knew about it. That's why I looked into my past houses. One of the women who lived in my first house lived there in a Victorian era and wore the same blue dress. When she lived there, many children in the city went missing, and it's believed she buried them in the cemetery. I couldn't help but wonder what would have happened if I didn't scream that night, and I wondered if anyone who went missing when I lost the picture the first time suffered the same fate as those she presumably killed. Thank you for hearing my story. I just wanted to share my experience here since it seemed appropriate. An old Victorian ghost lady who buried children alive seemed fitting, and this came from a Reddit user, and let me get the name. Project JJ. I would like to rescind my invitation for this happy hour, please. <laughs> because you do not like. like. <laughs> do not like. You said this probably wouldn't scare me, but like literally, like it is so dark down here, and like 
I know it's probably just Brad walking around upstairs. Mm. Fucking noises and shit. And I fucking hate it. And I keep like, you were reading and I kept just like looking behind me in all the corners. And like, literally to my right, there's a staircase, like, but a stairwell. Uh. And I again, I don't fucks with any of this. Uh-huh. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Something could be watching you from there. Uh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's fine. You're next. That's true. And I have the videos, which you is have scarier to me. Now, I have watched these and I watched them last night. And I spent actually several hours doing this for you in the nighttime. So mm. you're welcome. At night. So I just sorry want you for to you. Know, yeah. I just want you to know that I've suffered these as well, but I was not alone in the dark and intoxicated. So it'll still be worse for you. Now, I probably will watch these with you, but I will have them muted, whereas you will probably have the sound on. Yes. And I will probably not watch some parts of them. (laughs) Um, The first video is actually a short film called Lights Out. Okay. And this is actually the short film Lights Out the movie is based on. Okay. I have not seen the actual full length film, but when this came out, it was fucking terrifying. And this (laughs) came out, I believe in, I have it pulled up here, 2013, excuse me, this alcohol is getting to me, 2013. And it has 15.3 million views on YouTube. And when I tell you it is spooky as shit, in my opinion. Now, I'm really interested to see. Lay keeps getting up and going to the stairs. <laughs> She's clicking. Did you shut the door? Do you have a door at the bottom? No, it's at the top. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no door at the bottom. It's baby gated at the bottom, but that's only <laughs> because she just had ACL surgery and so she can't go up the stairs. I think it's just because she hears Brad walking around because he has the stompiest feet ever. <laughs> but, like, who knows? Hey, Leia. <laughs> I hate this. So, at least we're not in your haunted house. I mean, I did bring the Ouija board with me, so who fucking knows? Oh, God. It's upstairs in a box. In a box. <laughs> oh, she's whining now. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, if you hear my dog whining, I'm leaving it in there for spook effect. So There you go. Mm. All right. You ready? So I... Oh, God, I hate it. Yeah. All right. All right. So all right. again, Lights Out, if you've seen Lights Out, it's very similar, but it's only two minutes and 40 seconds. And ready. I will describe the whole film in detail as soon as Kristen is done, but I don't want to spoil it. So go. All right. All right. We're going. Oh my God. I'm going. Oh to God. That's go. loud. Uh. <laughs> uh, no, no, don't turn. No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't think I can last the two minutes. You have to. You have Son to. Son of a bitch. It's only. Oh, fuck. She fucking moved. Shit. <laughs> God fucking damn it. No, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You tape that light on. Smart, yeah, that's right. though. That's smart, though, right? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm getting tears in my eyes as it's getting closer to the center of the fucking bar. Are you watching it with me? Yes, I'm. I'm you're not oh doing alone. Oh, God. Oh, thank God. I might pause it, but I'm not going to tell you if I pause it. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Son 
I'm about to stun it. Oh, fucking A. Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to pour more alcohol. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm, like, as far away from the screen as I can get, like, watching out of the corner of my eye. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm, like, putting my glass in front of my face, like, ready to cover. Oh. Oh, God. No, don't look. Don't look, girl. Don't look. You don't want to look. If you look, I have to look. (laughs) We all seen it if you see it. (laughs) Exactly. Uh. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's almost almost over. Oh, God. We've almost made it. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, son of a bitch. Son of... <laughs> <laughs> way scarier than the fucking film that's what i'm saying yeah i hate that i hated that (laughs) no 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 all right okay okay now i'm going to walk you guys through what she just watched so a lady is getting ready for bed and goes to turn the light the light to the hallway off as she does so she looks back and notices something odd so there's a figure standing in the darkness a dark Mm -hmm. silhouette she flicks the light back on but there's nothing there then she turns it back off and she notices the silhouette again and it looks like someone's there turning it back on there's nothing there again she does this again trying to figure out what she's seeing when one time she turns it off she sees a figure she jumps and gets duct tape so she can tape the light to stay on because she doesn't want that thing to appear again she gets into bed and starts to relax trying to put it out of her mind and go to sleep as she hears something Looking out the slightly open door to the lit hallway, she strains to hear what sounds vaguely like footsteps but sees no shadows. The light shuts off abruptly, and the footsteps turn into running towards her. (sighs) Ducking under the covers, (laughs) she hopes that it's in her head and nothing's really there, and everything is going to be all right. Peeking out of the covers, the door is now wide open. She ducks under them again with a slight cry, not understanding what's happening. The lamp next to her bedside, which she left on, starts to flicker, so she looks down to the extension cord laying next to her nightstand and slowly reaches down to unplug the lamp, keeping it on all the way. She immediately hides back under the bed, not wanting to face whatever that thing was, and stays still for a few moments, only to hear a click again. She sees the light in the hall come back on and becomes relieved when the door is back the way it was and looks around her room to make sure nothing else changed. There's a sound near her lamp. She turns to her lamp just in time to see this horrific, smiling creature staring at her from her bedside table. Oh, with white eyes, huge white eyes. That was the worst part. Yeah, I I debated about sending that to you because I thought you may have seen it, but apparently you hadn't, so. I have not. You know me. The short films are scary or like that mama thing that I can't even watch. Mm -mm. Well, and two... They turn them into folding films, and sometimes it works out. Now, I have not seen Lights Out, Lights Out, but I hear that short film scarier than the whole movie, so. Oh, yeah. Way scarier. <sighs> but it makes sense because, like, you can just 
build so much more suspense when somebody looks and it's only 2.40, like two minutes and 40 seconds. Yes. Like, oh, this is happening so fast. Yes. It was only 30 seconds in and I'm like, I can't hand, I got to, I got to, I got to pause it. I, I got it. I can't. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then you have to wait the whole two minutes and you know, it's going to be the worst part at the very end. So you're like, it's almost over. And I'm like, no, but if it's almost over, then it's going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, your turn. All right. All right. Numero dos. Okay, gotta pull up my email. Tell me when you want me to actually look at the image. I don't know. I didn't time the pictures. I just figured you'd stare at it and it would just slowly drive you mad. I can do that. (laughs) All right. All right. If you hear us. I'm sorry. (laughs) I, I don't. I don't think so. If you hear a siren, don't go outside. I awoke to the sound of a police siren while traveling in Japan last summer. The siren wasn't overly loud, but loud enough to wake me up. It didn't grow closer or nor distant, as if the siren, whatever its origin, was from something stationary. Without getting out of bed, I reached for the curtain of my hotel bedroom window and groggily pulled it towards me, revealing it was still dark outside. I'd tried to see some of rural Japan away from Tokyo, and what I soon realized was the low season, staying in hotels and hostels with little to no guests. That night, I was sure I was the only person in the hotel, as the owner had gone home, and I didn't see anyone else there. I remember thinking it quite spooky when brushing my teeth and walking back to my room through a deserted corridor. These small towns I found myself in were quiet, dilapidated, and sparse thanks to population decline, a far cry from towns in the UK which I grew up in, with their tightly packed terraced houses, traffic jams and police car sirens that sounded every night, responding to stabbings we'd read about in next day's local news. Hearing a police car siren was so trivial. I lay my head back down on the pillow without thinking much of it. Although crimes are rare in quiet towns such as this, they still happen occasionally. In any moment, I thought I'd see red lights flashing onto the room's faded wallpaper as a black and white police car speeds by. I waited, but no such lights appeared and I found myself becoming increasingly agitated, unable to figure out a reason. Why was I so agitated by the sound of a police car siren? Had I committed a crime and somehow forgotten about it? Then I realized the siren sound wasn't of a Japanese police car. It was from a British police car. Different countries' emergency vehicles have different sirens, and I was amused upon first hearing a Japanese police car a few days earlier. It sounded just like they do in anime. Thinking it was strange to hear a British police siren in rural Japan, I stood up to look out the window, concentrating to see into the darkness. Staying in smaller towns and cities, I'd realized unsettlingly street lighting is as scattered as the people who live there, and often non-existent. Sometimes after dark, the only light source is a lone vending machine and a bus stop that's used twice a day. It was an eeriness I'd never grown accustomed to in my time there. But outside the hotel, far down the road, was a flickering street light by a junction in the road. And further still, I saw the outline of the area's tsunami warning sign, a metal tower, like a mobile phone mast, with megaphones atop, facing every direction to warn of incoming tsunamis. Another trait of Japanese towns, which isn't found in the UK. I'd walked past it during daytime on my way to the hotel, without paying much attention to it, having seen identical structures in towns I'd visited previously. I remember the sight of rust showing through its gray paintwork, and not much else. I wonder if that could be the source of the sound. But why would it play the sound of a British police car and so late at night? The streetlight flickered off. For a moment, I saw only blackness until the light was back, and the tsunami warning tower was closer. I blinked, 
thinking I must be mistaken. It was late at night, and I don't always perceive things correctly when tired. But the siren was just slightly louder than it had been a moment before. I stared out the window into the night, then slowly the tower, or what I thought was a tower, stepped towards me. A skinny leg twisted from its metal framework structure, lifting and planting into the road before the rest of its lanky body repeated the same contorting movements on the other side. The upper body unfurled grotesquely, forwards and backwards with each stride. Due to its slenderness, it moved like it weighed nothing. I watched it take four steps towards me, unable to believe what I was seeing until I was overcome by fear. I knew it was coming from me specifically. I was probably the only British person for miles, and yet chose to play a sound common in the UK. As it moved by the streetlight, I caught glimpses of the rusty surface, only then realizing it wasn't rust. It was flesh. Ew. Finally believing what I was seeing, I hid in the first place I could see, which happened to be under a wooden table by the window. The siren grew louder and louder. It echoed throughout the room, until stopping suddenly, an eerie silence in its place. I felt my heart thumping in my chest, in my ears, and I tried to breathe as slowly as I could to make as little noise as possible. I felt as though something were outside, looking into the window. I stayed still, not daring to look. The silence was soon broken by a tap on the window, then a drawn-out scratch, repeated agonizingly slow for the next few minutes. It sounded powerful enough to easily break the window if it wanted to, as if it wanted me outside, but I wouldn't move. The knocks and scratches continued slowly, rhythmically. Phrases in Japanese I didn't understand crackled loudly, sounding just like a voice spoken into a megaphone, garbled one after another in lieu of the siren. Among the many words and sentences, I heard one which I finally understood in my rudimentary Japanese. I'm not going to say it. Please come in English. It's a phrase I'd heard in Japanese evening classes I'd taken a few months prior. The voice sounded strangely like my Japanese teacher, though terrifyingly distorted, an amalgamation of numerous voices to synthesize the various words. Please come. Please come. Please come, I heard it repeat. The only phrase I understood, and somehow it knew to repeat it. That's when I heard a click downstairs from the hotel's front entrance. It understood how to use doors. I held my breath, knowing the front door is locked at night, but wasn't sure what time. The door shook like an earthquake while I sat still, hunched under the table. I don't know how long this lasted, how long it shook the front door, how long it howled through those megaphones. It eventually stopped as suddenly as it began, but I stayed under the table until long after daylight, too frightened to move. That was the longest night of my life. The sun was high in the sky by the time I crept from under the table and grabbed my phone. After finding the location of the nearest Koban on Google Maps, I left the hotel and headed straight to it. Upon exiting the hotel, I glanced at where the tsunami warning tower had been. It was gone. Then I glanced at my room's window and the building's exterior for signs of damage, but found none. I walked quickly to the Koban, looking over my shoulder frequently as I went. Greeted by a skinny old police officer there, and in my best Japanese, also with some help from Google Translate, I told him someone had tried to break into the hotel I was staying in. I chose not to talk about the siren and the voices, thinking it would sound too strange to be believed. The police officer, with a regretful look on his face and looking down in a slight bow, told me there was nothing the police could do except run a few patrols past in the coming days and inform the hotel manager, since nothing was damaged or sold, and 
and I couldn't or wouldn't describe what the assailant looked like. Nor did I call while the incident took place. I silently cursed myself for not bringing my phone under the table with me. About to leave, opting immediately to cut this excursion short and return to Tokyo, I asked if someone moved the tsunami warning tower. The police officer looked up from the desk puzzled, before his eyes widened. He spoke in that calm voice Japanese people seem to reserve for confused foreign tourists. We're 60 kilometers from the sea and surrounded by mountains. We don't need a tsunami warning system here. I felt a chill rush down my spine upon hearing those words, leaving at once to grab my things and leave. None of the towns I'd stayed in were near the sea, all within mountainous terrain, yet all towns had tsunami warning towers. They were everywhere. Then I remembered the look the police officer had given when I asked about the tsunami warning tower near the hotel. He knew what I was talking about. I soon hastily packed my backpack and hurried to a desolate train station of a struggling third sector railway, the quickest way out of town, eventually seeing headlights of an approaching train where two rusty tracks met in a far distance. I stood up, eager to board as soon as possible. As I did, a huge flock of crows ascended suddenly from trees in the surrounding forest, fluttering upward as though frightened by something. Then, from where they'd taken off, something grotesquely tall lumbered among the treetops. Too far for me to ascertain much detail, but I noticed the silhouetted outline of megaphones through branches before my view was obscured by the approaching train. Having since returned home, I thought less and less of the night and what I'd encountered, although my heart still misses a beat whenever I hear the siren of an emergency vehicle. Until a couple of weeks ago when I stumbled on a YouTube video shared in group chat. The video is titled, Who is Siren Head? I felt dizzy upon noticing the thumbnail. Watching it, I felt my heart thump in the same way it had that night, all those months ago. I'm sure what I'd encountered was indeed Siren Head. I felt vindicated, knowing I'm not the only person to have been stalked by it, but terrified to know Siren Head is very much real. Also slightly miffed, some illustrator is trying to pass it off as his own creation. I'm not sure if there's anything we can do to stop Siren Head, or any reliable advice I can give, but if you ever hear a siren or a megaphone late at night, please don't go outside. And that was posted on Reddit by Irresponsible Gaijin. My dog keeps whining. No. <laughs> Maybe she hears a siren. Ooh. Do you hear a siren? <laughs> Can you stop? You're making this very hard. <clears throat> I really don't like it. You don't like it. I have to watch another video. I so it's not that bad. <laughs> Won't make me scream. All right. Uh, I don't think so. Ugh. You know, alcohol makes things like worse, but also it's like, if I die, I die. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Everyone? Yeah, like I'm ready to go. Mm. All right. So All right. this next one is a compilation, but I specifically put in timestamps of the ones I wanted you to watch. So it should be titled Shadow People. All right. And I see 38 seconds to 329. Correct. Yes. These are real people capturing what they believe are paranormal experiences on tape. So do with that information what you will. Those are always the fucking scariest. I still remember I watched a video one time of a person staying at a hostel and it creeped me out so much because he was laying there and it was like nighttime footage and he lifted up the blanket and when it came back down, there was another person laying next to him. Fucking scary. That's awful. Yeah. All right. 
38 seconds. I'm going. I'm getting lined up, too. Oh, God. Something's in the basement. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> the YouTube channel, for anybody curious, is called Nukes Top 5. All right. I'm hitting play now. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, that's the best part about having animals, using them as an excuse. I know, right? Like, it's them or it's somebody walking around upstairs. I may have to pause. <laughs> I'm already freaking out. Oh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. Did you see it? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking bet he is. Ugh. Yeah, I bet he's looking for a new home. Yeah, now watch the new home. Oh, fuck that shit. Nuh-uh. Mm-mm. That shit followed him. Wait. Wait till you see oh, it. Oh, God. No. No. It followed him? No. This no. one's This one's not as visual. Uh, what is that? I fucking got an ad. Oh, son of a bitch. Remember your cutoff is 329 if you're not looking at it. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what the shit? Yep. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay no. let's talk about it so okay the video that she just watched that I, I and I watched this whole compilation and I specifically picked that one because it was you know and these could be hoaxes like let's be honest but, but you see it happen like right there yeah like somebody could have like put on a little suit or something but this guy moved to a different house and like he said he was gonna and he fucking did <laughs> You know, like, and then I so, love that. Yeah. So I will post all of these videos and photos that we are looking at and watching to probably our Facebook page because it, it, Instagram doesn't let you link things. But if you go to our Facebook, you'll be able to find those links. And 
this particular video is I couldn't find the video alone. Otherwise I just would have sent you that. So I had to send you this compilation, but so he is hearing things down in his basement and he films it down in his basement and he actually sees someone like look up the stairs at him and then run off. And it's like this very black, like shadow person essentially. And then he moves to another house and he's filming. And then in the background, you see things kind of like moving a little bit. And then something just like falls off the wall, like really suddenly when he's talking about it because he says like shit's weird here too and then like weird shit is happening while he's talking about it so i hated that (laughs) what was worse the short film or the shadow people okay the short film was way way worse but like the shadow people i was i was stressed i was like what am i gonna see oh god oh god oh god oh god the real ghost videos fuck me up man that is something and i know that's what you mentioned when you wanted to do this that's something i used to do at work when we'd have downtime mm-hmm. with my friends i'd sit there and i'd just play ghost videos real ghost videos and they just they screw me up more than anything else they hit hmm. different right yes oh my yeah. god like there's one it actually reminded me a lot of the basement one and i don't know maybe i hope this goes well because i'd love to do another one of these and it's like these this girl is talking in her basement and this fucking head comes around a corner looking at her like she has her back to it and she sees it on the camera and runs up the stairs to it and it's up at the stairs and uh, uh, just thinking about it freaks me the fuck out yeah there are a couple of things that i saw on youtube and i was like i can't remember if we watched this together or not so that was also kind of hard but i know for a fact the last one we didn't watch and i think I'm sorry, but I think the finale might get you worse than that one. Oh, no. But it's only like 12 seconds. It's very sad. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's it's achy as shit. Like, it's... It was like one of those where I was like... "Ah!" (laughs) Even the guy filming it, like, caught it. Oh, okay. We'll get there. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. I'm already freaking out. and We're not even there yet. Okay. Okay. All right. Um... My dog keeps running around behind me, and I don't Leia, know. Leia, it off. I don't know if she's trying to go outside or what. Give me just – I'll be right back. One second. <laughs> My dog's still outside, and I just had to let her outside because she had to pee, but I really do not like the fact that she's on super alert because, like, I just let her, let her outside. She looked around, and now she's trying to come back in. I don't like it. Uh, she didn't even go pee? Nope. Didn't even go pee. So I'm going to uh. be right back, let her back in, but I don't like this. Be right back. All right, so number three, stay away from Remini Riddle. And I have two parts to this. One is a creepypasta story about somebody talking about this, and then I have more detail on this actual thing, which is super creepy. So first, I remember the night I saw that awful show. My mom had just gone to work, and it was nighttime, and I couldn't sleep. So I flipped through the channels to find something to watch. No, you can't find the episode that I saw that night. I pray that you never find it. It was about the kids playing detective inside the Remini house, looking for some clues. One of the boys found a key, but couldn't find anywhere that it worked. When he was caught with the key, his mean aunt scolded him and sent him to his room without supper. When everyone was asleep, he snuck out to the beach. It was really very dark at this point, until you see the ocean. It's completely black, but glowing somehow, and the sand is totally white. Something comes up, appearing for a total of 20 seconds but is burned in my memory forever. It's tall and bony with a twisted and sinister expression. 
It looks at Rory and says in a distorted, demonic voice, Didn't your auntie tell you not to come to the beach? Rory lets put a realistic-sounding shriek into the night. But before the thing gets him, it cuts back to the Rimini house, and all of the lights are on. Ellen looks up at Aunt Vera and asks in an eerily calm voice, What will become of Rory? The aunt looks outward and says quietly, He will be dead soon, just like all the others. It cuts to the beach for one last shot. Rory is mangled, his head barely being held together. Mm. His last words are, never visit the beach. Then the screen just goes dark. I didn't get any sleep that night. How could I? It took me weeks to get that image out of my head, and years to finally blot out the memory of the whole affair. Now I see it in resurgent, and I fear what comes next. Please do not dig any further. Do not find that episode. It will haunt you forever. In a continuation, so that was from Reddit, and that person is Nicole Plow. And then the continuation that I found, I went into like a whole thing and it kind of creeps me out. This is from Unshaved Mouse, and he has a blog and a YouTube channel and all kinds of stuff. And he went on to talk about this same show, that he remembers this show being real when he was a kid. And I did look into it. There are no episodes. There is one Valentine's Day special on YouTube that you can really find. Other than that, there is, I think there are two other snippets of the show. That is it. And it is incredibly creepy looking. These puppets are very creepy and it has a lot of adult themes in it. So here we go. It was surprisingly complex. It's been described as a puppet soap opera with ongoing plots and narrative arcs. There was even, apparently, a storyline where Vera falls in love with a con man who plans to steal her money and bump the kids off. What? Like, that's a kid's show. That's not a thing. Okay, that's crazy. Although I don't remember that at all because we need to talk about the auto storyline. Like right now. The picture that you have, Amanda, is Otto. Otto was Leo's toy otter. Leo loved Otto. Then Leo started getting into trouble for doing things like wrecking Roy's room or stealing money from Aunt Vera. And Leo would be all, it wasn't me, it was Otto. So what? The family realized that Leo's acting out and sit him down and talk to him and he realizes that lying is wrong? Nope. It really was Otto. Toys fucking possessed. Okay, so we're already deep in the creep, but it gets worse. Otto starts talking to Leo and showing him how he can levitate knives with his mind and that he wants him to come with him back to his home which he says is a wonderful place full of fun things for boys and girls to do. Because you see, Otto is actually a servant of these things called momos, who use talking toys to lure children to their realm, where they fucking eat them. And this was broadcast on Saturday Saturday mornings for children. I can't find a picture of the momos, but I remember them looking like giant green bananas with long, sharp noses and razor-sharp teeth. These were what caused my brother and I to have nervous breakdown. Oh, Jesus Christ. He was, oh, these were what caused my brother to have a nervous breakdown. He was terrified of these things. Otto becomes close with Leo and decides he can't feed him to the momos. And he even takes the time to explain to Leo that he's been doing this for decades and has lured a great many children, quote unquote, for them. But the momos have these little gremlin lackeys. They had a weird name, can't remember who force Otto to bring Leo to the Momo's world. Otto instead kills two of the gremlins and then forces the third to serve his dead buddies to the Momo's in Leo's place. 
And then, because the Momos are apparently allergic to gremlin, they die a horrible, horrible death. That is a children's show. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Ugh. There was one, there is one episode online, well, there's part of one that I started to watch because I was going to try to find it for you. And it was also creepy. This kid is staying at the house. Rory is at the house all by himself late at night. And he hears somebody down in the kitchen. And he goes into the kitchen. And there's some strange fucking man in there just cooking sausages just randomly. And Rory's like, well, how'd you get in? And the guy's like, oh, your aunt let me. And then all of a sudden it switches to, well, Rory, like, you're making me feel bad and you're offending me that you think that I shouldn't be here. And it's like, dude, you just, you broke into his fucking house. That's so creepy. Ew. Yeah, creepy fucking show. And what's even creepier is nobody can find it. There's no Wikipedia on it. There are some, this was actually in the 90s, like early 90s. So it's like our age group kids that were watching this in the UK and Ireland and Nobody can find it. There are some Facebook things where people are trying to track it down. There is one like archive type place that has been trying to find information on it. And even they have the most generalized information. Nobody has anything on it. Even if you track down the people that used to hold the rights to the film, they basically tell you that they don't have it anymore. They don't know who has it and don't call them. Gets a fucking conspiracy, bro. Right? Don't do so it. creepy. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Mm-mm. Yeah. That one freaked me out. I, I got on a whole, like, Went YouTube. Hole. Oh, I, I did. It was so scary. Mm. Mm-mm. Ew. Dude. Yeah, because those are only two kids. Like, what do you think the other episodes are? Oh, and how many kids watched this and, like, it fucked them up. Locked that, like, fucked up shit away. <laughs> Yes, like that would be my assumption if so many people are almost going, you know, I I blotted that out of my memory and now it's coming back. That's terrifying. Ew. But I know that's not the, there are some creepy ass kid shows out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have one more for you. Okay. You're going to go back to the creepy kid show. <laughs> You're going right. to go to 12. Well, let's just say three just for good measure but it's about 12 five of the next one okay okay (laughs) okay 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 now these are tiktoks these are people accidentally supposedly again these are all alleged depending on what you believe so a lot of people don't believe paranormal shit's real and these are all staged that's totally fine but you know here's here's you know these are just okay. TikToks, so okay. go right okay, ahead. Okay, okay. I am I'm there, and I'm hitting play now. Okay. I hate it. Appears behind drawers. No. 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 What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck is that? 
Uh, yeah. Don't slow it down. I don't want to. No, don't zoom in. Son of a son of a. No. Oh, thank God. Yeah. And what's weird is there's nowhere that that would fit. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing under it. There's no way like a child would fit between his wall. And that's what he shows. He's like, there's nothing that would fucking fit there, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, but I guess the Japanese are right. They can show up anywhere. No. Oh, fuck. No. Oh, God. Now I feel like I'm being watched. Dude, same. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how are you doing? <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like this was pretty successful. I hope so. I hope you guys were entertained by me going, ah! <laughs> you know, this would be a lot more successful on, like, a YouTube-type pl- platform because we could, like, pop up the, like, video in, like, the corner. But maybe, you know, maybe maybe one day in the future. <laughs> you know, we just got comfortable with this, so. Right, right. You know, maybe eventually. And also maybe eventually when we can see each other again. right. We've, I'm fully vaccinated and you're halfway there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. We're get getting my next there. one at the end of the month. We're almost there. We're almost there. Moving on up. Yeah. So, we're getting there. And yeah, that's, we may do this again, just depending on, I know that's kind of weird that you guys can't see like what we're looking at. But again, I will post all of this to our Facebook page so you can pull up exactly what we were looking at and you can watch the videos we're watching. And everything that I showed her, except for that short film, is on a compilation. So, you can just kind of go down the whole rabbit hole and watch all of them. Also, I found a ton of short films that were terrifying. And that's the only one I showed you was that first one. So oh, I'm going <laughs> to put those in my back pocket for later. Yeah. I kind of hope you guys really liked this because I really liked it. It was it was nice to get scared again. Yeah, it was. And I know this is short, but we only did like three and three. So, you know, we could one day eventually go longer if this wasn't like super annoying to not know what we were looking at and just <laughs> waiting right. for our reactions. So, you know, we'll see. And, you know, Kristen's were just scary stories, which was nice. And I know hers were videos, but also it's just kind of fun listening to people get shit scared out of them. So exactly. Let us know definitely if you liked this or hated it, because I would definitely be down to do more of these in the future if you guys like them. Yeah, because we're just trying to scare each other, you know. (laughs) Right. Also, before we wrap up here, we are working on accumulating some stories for another happy hour coming up. And if you have any experiences with feeling like a loved one that has passed on is visiting you, specifically someone you knew. So this time we're not looking for any paranormal experience. We want to focus on you feel like someone, a family member or a friend, or even someone you just knew, or maybe didn't know, like Kristen, you have an aunt you never met, you just feel connected to mm-hmm. something like that. Like you feel like they were with you or they showed you a sign or you feel like they visited your kid, something like that. But someone that you are connected to has visited you, showed you a sign they were around you, something like that. Send it in because we would like to talk about that in an upcoming happy hour. So ways you can do that. 
Facebook and Instagram, the Exorcist. I can't say Exorcisters when I drink. <laughs> the Exorcisters podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Hit the DMs. Twitter is at the Exorcisters. You can hit the DMs there too. You can email us at the Exorcisters at gmail.com. Or if you're on our Patreon, you can hit us, you know, there anytime and we will talk to you there, which you can hit us up there on patreon.com slash the Exorcisters podcast. I'm drunk and scared now. <laughs> Until next time, stay creepy. (laughs) 